Hi, this is Becky Doolin. Today we will be reading Nehemiah 9, 1-4. On October 31, the people assembled again, and this time they fasted and dressed in burlap and sprinkled dust on their heads. Those of Israelite descent separated themselves from all foreigners as they confessed their own sins and the sins of their ancestors. They remained standing in place for three hours while the book of the law of the Lord their God was read aloud to them. Then, for three more hours, they confessed their sins and worshipped the Lord their God. The Levites, Jeshua, Bani, Kedmel, Shabani, Benune, Sherebai, Banai, and Kanae, stood on the doorway of the Levites and cried out to the Lord their God with loud voices. Okay. As I was preparing um, for this devotional, I really felt God um, wanting me to focus on the fasting um, part of those verses. So here we go. Um, Let's just start by answering the question, you know, what is fasting? Well, biblical fasting um, is refraining from food um, for a spiritual purpose. Now, let me just say it's not going um, without food for a period of time. um, And just that's it, because that is kind of like dieting or starving ourselves. Um, Fasting is really setting aside um, things in your life to focus on God. Um, Now for me, when I take away food or certain foods, like my chocolate and that kind of stuff, um, it seems to like unclutter my mind and I'm more sensitive to the Holy Spirit and things of God. Um, Maybe this is the first time you're hearing about fasting. That is great. And maybe this is a nice reminder um, that we need to fast again or you haven't fasted in a while. Um, In Matthew 6, it doesn't say, you know, if you feel like giving or if you have time to pray or if you want to fast. It says when you give, when you pray, when you fast. You know, these three things um, should be a normal part of our Christian life and not just something we do occasionally. So my question is, have you ever fasted? Um, maybe some of you have had to have blood work done and you needed to fast, you know, not eat after a certain time, something like that. Um, and I can say some of you may be thinking um, or saying, I can't fast because of a medical condition, some medicine you're on, something like that. I totally get that. But there are different kinds of fasts, and I just want to go over those quickly. Um, there is one kind of fast is called an absolute fast. Now, this is an extreme fast where you go without food or water, Um, And it should only be done for a short period of time. And really, depending on your health, you should seek medical consultation um, before you even start this and be advised by your physician. And then we have what's called a normal fast. Um, This is where you give up food or um, for a certain number of days. And most people during that time will take in some juices and broth during that fast. We also have um, what's called a partial fast. Um, This sometimes gets known as or referred to as the Daniel fast. This is where you eat only vegetables, so you're giving up your sweets, your bread, your pop, your coffee. And for a lot of us, that is really huge. Um, But also, what many um, are doing um, as a part of a partial fast is... um, when food doesn't, you know, really bother you or you can't for some medical reason, people are giving up things like, you know, TV, um, Facebook, um, any type of electronic-y things. Uh, maybe you're on that Pokemon Go phase that's going right now. Um, something that you could give up like that. Um, basically, it's got to mean something to you. So if you could, you know, care less about Facebook, 
then don't fast that. It, it needs to be something that will really hit home a little more. And when you're fasting, um, you're not just not eating. Um, you are focusing your time in prayer and in the Word because otherwise it is just a little more than dieting. Um, one benefit I like about fasting is that it's kind of like cleaning my body. Um, all those toxins getting out of my body and I'm giving my digestive system a rest and a vacation. Um, and it prepares me and it prepares a way for God. Um, it gives me fresh things like fresh new revelations, visions from God, you know, um, clearer purpose. I feel just more sensitive to his spirit and all that kind of stuff. Um, and another way I like to look at fasting is that, you know, I'm trying to be more like Christ, and if he fasted, shouldn't I? Um, one story I love about fasting, um, it comes from the story in Matthew about the father who had a demon-possessed son. Well, the father brought his son um, to the disciples, and um, they couldn't cast out the demon. When the father heard then that Jesus was um, going to be in town, he brought the boy to Jesus, and he was healed. Later, the disciples asked Jesus, like, well, why couldn't we cast out the demon? And um, Matthew 10, Jesus had already given the disciples the power to cast out evil spirits and heal every disease. So why couldn't the disciples cast out the demon and cure that boy? Well, here's Jesus' response in Matthew 17, 20 through 21. So Jesus said to them, because of your unbelief, I say to you, if you have faith as a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move, and nothing will be impossible for you. However, this kind does not go out except by prayer and fasting. Awesome, except by prayer and fasting. Fasting also prepares us for the new, kind of like the new wineskins in Mark 2.22. It says, no one puts new wine into old wineskins, for the wine would burst the wineskins, and the wine and the skins would be lost. New wine calls for new wineskins. Fasting can be a great weapon and a source for great power in our life as a believer. And it's kind of like this. Um, I'm sure most of you, if you've lived in Michigan for a while, you've gone sledding. Well, when I was a kid, I loved to go sledding. There was this big hill out in the woods by our house, and all us neighborhood kids, we'd gather up our sleds, and we'd go out there and spend the afternoon, and man, did we have fun. We had our toboggans and our saucers, the metal kind, remember those? And anyway, we just would just zoom down that hill and just have a blast. I mean, those afternoons of sledding was just fantastic. So how could it get any better? Well, something did make it better. Something took it up a notch and made it like an Olympic sport to me. Before I left the house, my grandma would give me a bar of this golf wax. And when we got to the hill, we would wax the bottom of our sleds. And when you did, when you waxed the bottom of your sled, boy, it was on. You had all you could do to hang on because you went screaming down that hill. It made that hearty fun afternoon absolutely amazing. Why? It made us go faster and faster was better, but it was a whole new experience. That is what fasting is like to me and my Christian walk. Um, the walk and journey is wonderful, but when I fast, boy, it releases something else, and it takes me to a whole new level. Fasting humbles me, 
it reminds me that I depend on God. And it just gets me closer to Jesus. It stirs something up in me. I get this hunger for God and not like the hunger for food. And when I'm seeking God at that level, it fills me up to overflowing. Like it says in Matthew 5, 6, Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, righteousness, for they will be filled. It puts a fire back in my heart. It focuses me again. It gives me clarity. All those things. Ah, Man, I just love it. Here's another note about fasting. Whether you fast um, as a church, sometimes a church calls a fast to pray about something, or if you're fasting by yourself, it is a personal thing. And we look to Matthew 6, 16 through 18 um, for wisdom on that. It says, And when you fast, don't make it obvious as the hypocrites do, for they try to look miserable and disheveled so people will admire them for their fasting. I tell you the truth, that it is only reward that they will ever get. But when you fast, comb your hair and wash your face. Then no one will notice that you are fasting except your father, who knows what you do in private. And your father, who sees everything, will reward you. And when I fast, um, I, I mean, I expect God um, to show up and show off. I mean, that's what he does. And it's after those fasts, that's when I love sharing all my God stories relating to that fast. And that's kind of how I handle that and apply that in my own journey. Um, But to wrap it up, um, I just want to share this quote that um, I really enjoy. It says, anytime you fast, it is like a hunger strike against hell. Matthew 4.4, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. So, what about you? What are you needing a breakthrough in? What do you need more direction in? Is it time to fast for those things? What's God saying to you? Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you that when we draw near to you, you draw near to us. Thank you that we don't live on bread alone. Thank you that you do bless us and fill us to overflowing when we seek you wholeheartedly. God, guide us in when and how we should fast. Reveal to us um, what that looks like in our lives. God, when we, when we do fast, um, we thank you in advance for showing up and showing off. May we not only fast, but help us to pray more, to read more of your word, and just spend that extra time with you. Help us to know how important it is to wax our sleds. That we need that extra edge to rise above all things that come against us. Thank you, Lord, for you, who you are. God, just thank you for who you are. We love you and we need you. In Jesus' name we pray. And all God's people said, Amen.